Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, honey, what pimples, honey? Re- what pimples, honey? Already recording. What pimples, honey? Pimples. Oh. I was I talking about me. I, I was not talking about you. <laughs> no one's, no one's, nothing, everything's not about you. I was talking about myself. Everything is about me, actually. I know, just in case um, y'all are wondering, this video is coming directly after advisory. Is this, what is this, advisory or rivalry? What, what, what is this? This is advice. This is advice. Okay, so in the last episode of Rivalry, you guys may have noticed that I wore the same clothes. I'm in the same space. I am currently going through a situation, and um, I'm like living in just super secret switch, super secret situation. (laughs) (laughs) Monet and her super secret situations, girl. Bob, you You, you could like here's the thing: if you can't talk about it, just don't talk. That's the thing: if you can't, like, no one's prompting you. No one's even prompting you. I'm trying to give context as to why I'm trying to give context as to why I'm doing the thing. No one cares that you're in the same shirt. Well, Bob, like, no one's for like, yourself. Yes, they do. do. People say that on the podcast. They're like, oh, I see Bob wearing the same thing again. Or they, well, a bitch, people do care. And I care. Yeah, you, yeah, you all caught me. I don't wear my clothes once and throw them away. Not throw them I wear away, my but back to times. back. Back to back is a little much. Yeah, yeah, and sometimes we do our podcast and we, we film a podcast. Well, be conscious uh, of that, honey. And be conscious, honey. Back. Be conscious, honey. I don't feel like I need to change my clothes to placate people on the on the it's internet who are being like, honey. "Are you still wearing the same clothes?" If if I don't feel like changing my clothes so people don't make fun of me for wearing the same clothes in back to back episodes, oh, it, it just oh, like so a lot to be like, back in I, the day when we did when we used to record on YouTube, and I was like, "Oh, we can just wear the same outfits for every episode." You threw a whole Monet. We can't do that. No Monet. We should change outfits every episode. But now you want to wear the same outfit every episode. You know what? Then you wear the same outfit. You wear this outfit every time we, re- we record the podcast. How about that? Since you don't care, wear this outfit every time. Remember, I don't remember doing this whole big hissy fit you're saying. Oh, also. That was back when we were doing them in full drag. Are you gonna? That was awesome. When we were doing them in full drag, and I was like, "I'm in drag." When we were in drag, it's about showing our looks, and I don't want to wear the same drag look. I'm wearing a poncho from my living room, so I don't know if you're trying to showcase your Monet Exchange sweatshirt you're wearing, and <laughs> your your fantasy is like flaunting. I put it this way: I do not feel the need to change my clothes so people in there won't make fun of me. And if you feel the need to do that, then live your dream. y'all know. Or explaining yourself, y'all know Bob fully was you you threw I, I who was around that time it wouldn't be it wouldn't be kennedy maybe patty 
maybe Mitch. Mitch will probably definitely know. You absolutely were like, Monet, we can't wear the same outfits when we're in drag. We have to change it up. That was you. I was all about wearing the same thing the whole day to record a YouTube because we're recording podcast episodes, and I thought it was fine. You threw the whole thing about that. So, And you know you did. Stop acting like you didn't because you know you did. I, re- I do not. I th- There's been a, a trend in the podcast lately of you acting like you know how I feel more than I do, and you being like, that is what you did. That is what you meant. It's not knowing I how know I feel. I remember said. what happened. I know what's, I know it's what you felt that is what happened and I that don't is what happened. I, I don't um have the same memory of me throwing a fit about you wearing clothes well, obviously, I don't even, Bob, I mean, not a fit, a fit is it's even not, really, it's not, okay oh here well, we go how do this I know is, what words this are, is the thing I, where you, comes, I don't know what words are the things you mean and what were the things you don't the mean thing you act I'm like, just repeating back the words you're saying you, to this me this is uh, this is the part where you act like we don't speak in hyperbole literally all the time on this podcast and yes literally is another okay so I, I don't know what's hyperbole so did I throw a fit did I mean it did I say it did it happen? I don't know. What I'm telling you is, you bottom have, line is, you I do not think. feel the need to change my clothes. What I, I do not feel the need to change my clothes or explain to people. I don't care if people will notice I'm wearing the same shirt. Yes, She's backtracking, Your Honor. Sometimes Monet and I sometime Monet and I wear this, uh, film multiple episodes in a day and we don't change our clothes. How am I, what is, what am I backtracking on? I don't understand. What am I backtracking on? Mm, this is me backtracking, honey. I mean, this is me doing you, but backtracking, Back- honey. How, wait, exp- explain how I'm back. To- I will not interrupt you for the next minute. <laughs> Google, Google, set a timer for one minute. Now explain how I'm backtracking. Well, I'm not. I'm not gonna dive into an argument with you. This is advisory. We can we can rehash this when we do rivalry. But this is advisory. We're here to give people advice, and we are five minutes into the podcast, and we should start getting to the advice giving. How about that? You still have forty five seconds at this point. <laughs> I know. Thank no, you, Jacob. I want Monet to Thank you, Jacob. Because Monet is in a mood. I am not in a mood. In a wild mood today. <laughs> this is advisory. I'm gonna get that ass on the on rivalry. How about that? Let's get to the advice giving, motherfucker. Hi, Bob and Monet. Uh, my name is Junie. I'm 22, and thanks to Monet's maybe oversharing in past episodes, I found out that I recently moved really close to where Bob used to live on Amsterdam Avenue in Manhattan. So my question is, what are the best places for a aspiring young yet-to-debut drag queen to uh, hit the scene? Like, best places to start, best places to buy wigs or fabrics or costumes, uh, or just, like, any advice for... People who want to be queens in this area. Oh, thank you. Love you. Um, what is that oversharing? Once Bob moved from the once once Bob moved from his old place, from his from the first place I knew from Amsterdam to Washington Heights, we kind of started talking about his old place. And when Bob left, when when Bob moves and he leaves, like we talk about the old place. Like same thing with me. So it wasn't oversharing. We kind of just talk about nine four five Amsterdam. Um, my advice would be places to start. I say go to Star Search at Barracuda on Thursday nights. It is the longest running drag competition in New York City. And you just go, you show up, no matter how great you think your drag is or how how knockered you think it is. If you're just starting out, you, you, you've been doing drag for one day, a, a, a hundred years, whatever it is. If you find anywhere between there, you go to Star Search, you can perform, and you have a chance to win $150. The tricky thing about Star Search is that, um, you know, back in the day, it is it, it's had... It has had controversy because audience applause chooses the winner. So if you are a bitch that you doing drag at, at Star Search at Barracuda and you bring you roll like twenty five deep of your friends, bitch, you're winning one hundred fifty dollars. So, but it's still a great way to get your toes wet and to meet a lot of the queens in the city who are also starting new, also making friends with the hosts. I think it's still Tina Burr. Well, uh, maybe it's Keisha Carnell. I think Keisha Carantino alternate, whatever it is. And you can meet two legendary New York City drag queens and, um, yeah, get your feet wet with people who are in the city. And, and in terms of wigs and stuff, I don't even know if people buy wigs anymore, Bob, because, you know, there's still the place on 35th and 8th, uh, but it's not called Beauty 35 anymore. It's called something else, Manhattan Wig Supplier, something like that. That's a, great, that's a great place to get wigs. And, bitch, when I used to get wigs, I mean, outfits when I first started, bitch, rainbow. And you can, it's easy to take, like, a because they have these, like, cat suits, literally cat suits or leotards. You can take the cat suit and alter it really easy because they're always four-way stretch. That's a great way to start getting, like, little uh, drag pieces together to perform. If you're going to look to start drag, uh, if you're going to buy a wig, you're going to want to go to 125th Street. 125th Street is a great place. There's like probably uh, six or seven wig stores just like from 
from if you get off the one train and walk toward the Apollo, between those places, you'll find a lot of wig stores. Orange, Orange is a great Beauty. place to oh, buy yeah. wigs. Yeah, there's a lot of great places over there. And um, honestly, just go to the you should go to the garment district and buy yourself some fabric and learn how to sew. Um, I, I honestly genuinely genuinely believe that anyone can learn how to sew. I don't think everyone's gonna be. Um, you know Alexander McQueen, or uh, you know making a Vera Wang gown, but you can make yourself something to perform in uh, at a drag show. Um, but if you're talking about like shopping, I would recommend you go to those two places: 125th and then the Garment District, which is uh, like below 42nd. It's between it's from like 41st to like 35th, and in that area on the uh, on the west side, between seventh and eighth, uh, west of um, we, there's going to be lots of um, lots of uh, fabric stores where you can. And start with four-way stretch, and just you can just Google how to make a leotard, how to make a dress. You can learn anything on Google. Also, the you tube technique. Anything on the tube technique. I mean, it's kind of hard to describe without showing someone, but you basically make a tube, mean me make a pillowcase, but the seam is up the back, and then you cut out holes for the arms, then you cut out uh, where the shoulder where the shoulders meet. Um, you can make a leotard like that. You can make a gown like that. Then you add a godet, which is just a triangle that you uh, put inside of a seam or inside of a cut to make a gown. Make you a can put a suit. circle skirt on the bottom to make a to make a mermaid. You can make a, a cat suit, and it, it all starts from a tube, um, just from making like with one piece of fabric. That's how I uh, learned this. That's how I taught Monet how to sew. Um, I'm not great at sewing, um, but I did make a lot of my outfits for a long time. And if you need to, you know, diversify your outfit, you you're your wardrobe you can basically have a gown for yourself for like less than 40 bucks also an, it just takes some sewing skills also another great way is if you like go to the goodwill or somewhere that has consignment clothes and you get something really cheap that you like um some a lot of seamstresses say this and designers you get an outfit and you just take it apart and you see how it's sewn together and then you can from there you can start making your own shit or you can yeah you pattern you can pattern it um by picking it apart and then putting it back together but if you cut it apart and put it back together it will get smaller oh yeah don't cut that it that's something that you should know yeah get it if you cut your outfit apart and put it back together <laughs> it will be smaller than when you made it because you're losing the seam allowance i experienced that anyway um a lot a lot of people are always asking how to how to start drag how to do drag and um really the best advice out of everything we just said is you just just start doing it. if you just start doing it and go on the scene you will end up learning how to do drag like it will just you'll be surrounded by people who are doing drag you will end up being a part of it and you'll end up learning if maddie morphous can learn to do drag <laughs> If Maddie Morphosis can find can find a home in drag, then so can you. Maddie Morphosis has a funny TikTok. Maddie Morphosis is funny. Yeah, I told you about her TikTok. It's really, really, really. I wish she would have made it to Snatch Game. I wish you could have seen I what know, she would have done. Her and Cornbread. But, I really wish I could have seen what they both would have done in Snatch Game. But it seems like Maddie has found their voice after being on the show. Because, like, on the show, Maddie has been really... But again, maybe the, the other girls in the, in the room are just bigger personalities. Well, on, this, on the show, the, what I, the vibe I got was as Maddie wasn't as confident as Maddie seems now through social media. So, and, and, and maybe, some, maybe he just lived a lot of lives since... Cause, I mean, they filmed the show, of, like, almost a year ago, so... I think it seems like well, some people just some people some people just thrive on their own on their own um, circumstances. So some people are like, I don't do well in like a competition show where I'm being edited, surrounded by people. But when I'm in my own space, I can do my own thing. I'm on TikTok. It's kind of like how um like uh like Rockham Sakura, you know, thrives off of a uh, drag race, but she didn't do so great on the show. Same with Trixie. I mean, she ended up doing great and winning, but her first go round, she she got eliminated twice. Didn't do super great on the show. Um, but really thrives outside of Drag Race. Maybe that's just not the medium for Ms. Ms. Morphosis. Um, well, so you hate right, what's our next um, question? So the theme of my question is whether or not I should keep sucking up to my ex with the hopes of potentially landing my dream job. So basically, we both work in audio, and I just found out that she's now working at Forever Dog. And obviously, like, hi, I'm a patron. I work in audio. That kind of thing is obviously a dream of mine. I have been trying to reconnect with her for a while, but every time we make plans, she cancels last minute, which obviously feels so shitty. However, I would do anything to work somewhere like Forever Dog, so I'm just kind of conflicted if I should keep putting myself through this. Like, uh, so Forever Dog is actually the company that, um, the, the company, the, the umbrella company for, uh, for mom. Race Chief. Um, which is Moguls of Media, which is uh, Alaska and Willem's um, podcasting network. Um, so if you listen to um, 
if you listen to Sloppy Seconds or Race Chaser the Chopped. or Chopped, they're all on um, uh, Forever Dog. Um, what do you mean sucking up to your ex? I mean, like, are you are you are you all like dating? Right? Or is it is it just social? Is it just social at this point? I think that. I mean, if you are trying to be kind to someone because you want to work at the job that they work at, but they are shady um, in your social interactions, there's a small chance, not a definite chance, but a small chance that they might be a shady boss as well. And I don't know why you would want to um, to deal with that. It sounds like you don't like her. So the ex it is sounds a like boss you don't at like Forever her. Dog? I think the S the X seems to have some sort of a hiring power or seems to be some sort of a higher up at Forever Dog. Mm. It's fully Willem. Um it seems to have some, some higher up position at Forever Dog. And they want they don't wanna um, they want to stay in good graces with the people who make the decisions over there. And um I don't know. It 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 seems like it might be might create an uncomfortable work situation. Or you can also just I mean, if your ex just wants to hang out and be friends, it also is kind of is maybe a little strange to like hang out with your boss too that might be a little strange like socializing with your boss might be a little odd i mean i listen hey i'm that could be a little messy i think that when you say sucking up i'm with bob i I need more definition of what sucking up means like bitch are you literally sucking it up uh uh uh, slobbing on slobbing on knob or whatever your version of slobbing on knob is to get a job like is it that like are you exchanging sexual favors for job for to get hired if so that might be messy but it sounds like they're just being social it sounds like they're just being social but the boss but the ex keeps canceling that's what it sounds like yeah, I mean, listen, I say I say, use that connection to the best of your ability to get the job. I mean, once you get the job, I mean, I don't foresee a world, but again, I don't know how it is in audio, but I don't foresee a world that you're getting fired once you stop being cordial, if you if that's your plan after you get the job. But I think, again, that's a little shady to do, is to be nice to get the job, and once you get the job, start paying them thus. That seems really shady, messy, too. But I'll say if... You don't need to be best friends, but trying to be a little extra kind or do nice things to get you that plug, to get you that hookup into the industry that 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 you want to be in. I do think schmoozing is a thing. Yeah. I've seen it work for lots of people. Um, and sometimes you got to schmooze. I, don't, I do not know how intense the um, audio uh, engineering world is. I don't know how much, um, how many casting couches there are in the audio engine in the world of audio engineers. Maybe some, maybe some, um, some documentarian needs to do a deep dive into the shady practices behind the audio engineering business. Um, oh my God! But, Have you ever I heard a scandal the ultimate- about Jacob Ritz? He does audio engineering for Seven Review Podcast. Girl, I heard there's some tea on her. I I don't think Jacob does audio engineering for our, for our I podcast. I mean, he but, is he does but, for you. Jacob's fully setting up your yeah, mic. He's recording right. your audio. He splits the audio. So he's audio engineering for you. I don't. I don't think. I, I mean, I don't work in audio engineering. I don't think setting up a microphone is audio engineering and capturing again, the sound. I don't work in audio. I think. I think. I think it might be more complex than that. But I also. I don't work in audio engineering, and I don't think Jacob identifies as, as an audio engineer. Um, right, but yeah, right. don't do anything you're not comfortable with. Don't do anything you're not comfortable with. That's the ultimate answer. You have to be comfortable with what you're doing. You have to be able to live with your your decisions. That's that's my advice. We have another audio. We should do some live things where they actually come in and like we can ask them these questions and be like, "What do you mean we're by gonna this?" We're, we're, we we're, we're, we're gonna do it. We're gonna do it on stereo, or it might do a little Riverside moment. Imagine an app designed to make you use it less. Seems counterproductive, right? Well, Apartments.com's instant alert feature works exactly that way. Instead of scanning rental listings a million times a day, simply set and forget your search to whatever you're looking for in the place and let Apartments.com do the rest. From pet-friendly apartments to balconies to in-unit ACs, Apartments.com's powerful search tool lets you know when the perfect combination of features you're seeking is listed. So now you don't have to power through rental descriptions one by one. With more rental listings than anywhere else, Apartments.com's instant alert means you can spend less time online looking for the perfect place and more time to do you. Apartments.com, the place to find a place. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully 
done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Our next partner has truly made a positive impact on the most important person in my life. And no, I'm not talking about Jacob. I'm talking about my cat. My cat's old food used to stink, stank, stunk, y'all, okay? And I used to dread every time I had to feed Miss Colleen. That old cat food was warming. It was gray. It was looking crazy. And I could see Colleen literally vomiting telepathically at the thought of having to eat it. And cat food has been the same forever, so it's time cat food took the move to the 21st century, and that's why I've been trying Smalls. Are you feeding your cat kibble? Now is the time to update your cat food with Smalls. Smalls cat food is protein-packed recipes made with preservative-free ingredients you'd find in your fridge, and it's delivered right to your door. Smalls was started back- I was watching my poor niece eat literal hard uh, kernels of dry cereal while Monet and Andy were ever eating gourmet food. And that's actually when I stepped in and I said, we need to make sure that she's eating as well as you two are, okay? Smalls was started back in 2017 by a couple of guys home cooking cat food in small batches for their friends. And a few short years later, they served millions of meals to cats around the world, honey. And I feel better knowing that Colleen is eating well. And um, that she has an aunt like me who looks out for her to make sure she's not eating that old burnt up kibble. You can finally open up a packet of cat food and not get nauseated. You actually recognize the ingredients in the packet of Small's food. Now give your cat the gift of great cat food this holiday season. Head to smalls.com slash rivalry and use code rivalry to check out for 50% off your first order plus free shipping. That's the best offer you'll find. But... You have to use the code RIVALRY for 50% off your first order. One last time, that's promo code RIVALRY for 50% off your first order plus free shipping. Hi, Baba Monet. I just wanted to know what tips you would have for someone who wants to start drag but literally has no money in their bank account. Because there seems to be a lot that goes into the basics of drag. And like, I don't know, like where do I invest my money in? In the beginning, do I buy good wigs? Do I focus on buying good makeup? Should I buy good fabric? Should I focus on shoes? You know what I mean? Like, what tips do you have for someone who wants to start off drag with limited resources? Sincerely, puss on a penny. I puss on a penny. <laughs> I love they name themselves. Um, drag is an expensive art form. I do agree with that. But when you're when you're starting out, a lot of a lot of baby queens, because of drag race and because of the influx of drag and how accessible drag has become, they feel the need to go buy Dior uh Dior makeup or to go buy um like a fifteen hundred dollar human hair wig to start out drag. And it's like you don't need to do that to start drag. When I first started drag, bitch, I was wearing elf color. Who's doing that? I I bitch I mean, I'm not going to say any names, but two queens in, in New York specifically I'm thinking about. I mean, maybe not $1,500, but spending money on like a human hair wig because that's like the vibe now. That's like that's like the trend. Everyone has like human hair wig. Anyway, um, but when you're starting out, drag does not... I want to talk about human hair wigs after this too because you and I had a whole moment. I had this whole moment in... Actually, we're talking about it, we're talking about it right now. We had this whole moment in Chicago. We were celebrating <laughs> Monday's birthday in Chicago and... Um, <laughs> And everyone kept like talking to me about my wig and being like, Bob, you need to do it. So everyone there is wearing a human. Actually, no, me and Batty were not wearing human hair wigs, but Layla, 
Nasha and Monet. And Monet kept being like, Bob, you need to do human hair wigs. You have to do one. <laughs> Bob, you need to do one. And I was like, I just don't think it's my vibe. I would I would never wear my hair down like that. I mean, the only time I wear my hair down is if I wear braids or like or like locks or something. But I never just wear I very rarely wear like a long straight wig. I have one wig that I wore one time as Morticia Adams long straight wig straight down and then this this guy who makes wigs is like but if you ever need one you know and i was like well i just i don't think it's my thing thank you for offering but it's just not my thing and of course monet is like bob just do it you need to do this you have to get into it look at it and she's like waving a wig around I was like and everyone started being like yeah bob and i was like it's just not my thing like i don't i it's not like i've never worn one i just don't want to do it i don't know why everyone in the room was like bob just do it i'm like i don't Want to work? I I tried it and I don't like it. Y'all were acting wild. <laughs> it was not wild. It was fine. It was. A- I, it felt wild to me. That was my experience. It felt like a lot of people were like ascending on me, and I was like, I don't want to do it. And like, why am I? De- why do I have to defend my? my I, I'm just trying to sit here. Mind my, I wasn't giving nobody in the room uh, tips on their drag or their numbers or their comedy. <laughs> I was just like, do your thing. Why you do your thing? Humor her wigs, honey. They have those bundles, honey. Those bundles. Material wow. um, it's, 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 it's very trendy. You're very on trend, Mona. Um, so back to the queen. So what's it good? Puss in Puss in Puss in Boots. What's her name? Puss on a penny. Puss on a penny. Puss on a penny. Um, yeah. So drag does not have to you be. You get some ginkgo biloba, girl. Um, you gotta get some ginkgo biloba. Bitch, you be forgetting shit. Do you know what? Right the fuck away. Do you know what you should get? What a human hair wig. <laughs> oh my god! Answer, puss on a penny. I have a human hair wig. I just don't wear it very often. I love it. What? I love when you, when, because Bob is not in a mood. So Bob is Bob is on the spectrum of moodage. Bob is um, Bob is currently great, very sweet. But if, but if you're intentionally antagonizing me from the top of the podcast, I was like, I have pimples, and she's like, "Who's fucking pimples, bitch?" I don't have any. I was like, I wasn't even, I wasn't even talking about you. I would just talk about my own pimple. Monet has been, you have been like acting wild this episode. I don't know what you are going through. Oh my god, I don't know what you're on. Puss on a penny. So drag does not have to be expensive. So when I first saw the drag, which I was wearing Elf Cosmetics, I was going to to um to the CVS and getting foundation stuff there. Like I would I would look up tutorials online and see what they were using and try to like get a general sense of it. Then just go and find cheap um alternates and cheap uh, uh, uh cheap what what's not alternate what's what we're looking for cheap um. Alternatives. Alternatives. Thank you to what they were using. That would and again it wouldn't look as good but again i was i was just learning how to start it and i was teaching myself so don't waste your money when you're learning how to do drag don't go buy some human way wig to go tease it up into a rat and you're like i just wasted 300 dollars however much a wig costs you so i think you can get some there is a way to do drag cheap but you don't have to get the most expensive things you see all these girls doing on instagram or on tiktok or whatever try to get things that um that are that, that make sense to your pocket don't try to break the bank to start learning drag and um yeah so drag can be expensive but when you are first starting your career, like as you level up, you want to change these things. You want to get nicer wigs, and you might want to get a, a wig refronted or you learn how to do those things yourself, so that so that you look better and how you want to how you want to present your drag. But to start, it does not have to break the bank and suck suck you dry of all your coins. You know, I don't know, I don't know, uh, I don't know how strong your passion for drag is, but I will say, if you literally have zero dollars in the bank, I would honestly focus on saving money before you start trying to do drag because it is it is in the realm of impossible to do drag for free like it is in it is unless you unless you are surrounded by drag queens who are going to give you a lot of free stuff it is in the neighborhood of impossible to do drag for free you're gonna have to pay something it doesn't have to be expensive and i would make sure that whatever you're spending because for a lot of people not everyone but for a lot of people drag does not start making money for a long time and your i think your passion for drag has to outweigh your desire to make money um when it comes to doing drag when it comes to any art form that's not just drag when it comes to any art form your desire to do what it is has to outweigh your passion for money um so there's a chance that maybe if money is stopping you um that might be a telltale sign that might be a telltale sign um because you know makeup does cost uh shoes cost heels cost wigs cost lashes all of that stuff it does cost money and there are certain ways to do it for less ways to do it for cheaper 
um, while still maintaining a lot of great quality. It just requires a lot of learning on your own. Um, you have to really up your skill set and a lot of different things. But again, weigh your passion for it and then ask yourself, is this worth putting myself in the red to to make to do drag? You know? Work. Yeah. And now we are on to written preguntas. Dear Bobby Monet, I can hear my roommate jacking off every night. Wow. Not the sound of the video. Not him making sounds. Just him beating his dick. I feel what about telling him because I don't want to shame him. But like, it's a lot. What do I do? Sincerely, night terrors. All right. You go ahead, Monet. I mean, how thin are these walls? Like, how thin are these walls? Also, you can hear him how just are they hitting their like, dick? Slapping like, the meat. Like, I'm just trying to think. Like, that is... Maybe they like a lot of pressure and a lot of force. Like, they like they like to have a tight grip on the dick and, like, fucking slamming that hand down to pelvis to really get, like, a really rough sensation. Maybe that's their thing. Um, but I think it's... I think it's having a conversation. Or if you feel awkward about being, like, you're jerking off too hard or I can hear you masturbating, maybe... Just bring it up of like, like, oh my god! Last night I was hearing like this really like loud sound. Like, find a way to bring it up if you feel uncomfortable mentioning your roommate masturbating. Like, you might just want to bring up that you that you that you keep on hearing like a loud sound and you don't know what it is, and it was like keeping you up. Maybe that's a way to get in there because you seem like. I mean, I mean, also, but if you if 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 you don't feel awkward about it and your thing is just about you don't want to shame him, I don't think telling your roommate, hey, um, you're. Ma- that's the baby that's keeping me up. I don't think that's shaming them. I think that's telling them, like, what's keeping you up? You're not telling him, how dare you masturbate? You're being like, babe, when you fucking jerk off, I can't get to sleep. It's so loud. So, yeah, uh, those are my two thoughts. I'm just wondering. I, I, I mean, I've seen a lot of people masturbate, but I've never really heard it make a noise. Like, yes. For sure. I, 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 I said I have never heard masturbating make a noise. I Work. I've seen people jack off, but wh- where where is the noise coming from? from the, I don't from understand. The where, like, hitting the hitting your hitting like the base of your like the like your your like there like your the fat. Jacob, have you ever heard this before? Yeah, of course. You've heard like this. Yes. I mean, it's not that loud. Or like this. No. Yeah. Like even this for sure. You couldn't hear this on the other side of that door. That's what I'm saying. These walls like, must be thin. This is this this must be somebody living like, in New York like, City. Y'all, do y'all have like do y'all have curtains dividing your rooms? I just don't understand how this could be heard. Ooh, roommate, through. maybe maybe they're in college and they're in like a dorm together and they're in like the same open space. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah, maybe. It, it, yeah, maybe y'all are in the same room together. I'm just thinking when I masturbate, I don't hear any. There's no. There's no. S- slapping noises there's no splacketing that's just, cause, just, that's cause you don't want to bad enough I, I I always reach my goal I'm just not <laughs> um, bruising I'm just not bruising my pelvis in an attempt to get off um, you know I think that sometimes it's okay to say something like hey I don't know what you're doing last night but maybe play a little music next time so I can't hear it um, if it's really I mean how long is it lasting like I have so many. This is why we need to start getting because I have so many questions. Like, how long is this lasting? How how is it making so much noise? Are you in the same room? What is dividing you? This sounds this sounds wild. I'm so I've never heard anyone masturbate. Maybe I've heard them masturbate, but definitely not when we're in the same room. Like, if I if you were in the next room, you would you would not hear me masturbating. I don't. But, Maybe when they said beating this beat near me, this person really said beat. I I, I say you're masturbating at nine four five Amsterdam. And that's not true. All right, read the next read the next question. Wow, it's gonna tell me about my experience work. Um hi aunties Roberta and macaroni and cheese. I have a friend who is a white male and I feel they are very disconnected from the world as far as social issues and politics go. As a black woman, I feel I feel I have to pay attention to that stuff since a lot of it pertains to me. However, my friend has a blissful unawareness that I sometimes envy. Am I really better off just shutting myself off from the world or ignoring these things? Sincerely, unpaid labor. Bitch, that is called privilege. Go ahead. You know, um, it sounds like the question is, should I just uh, ignore um, issues in the world? And I think that if you 
ignore issues. It won't actually stop them from happening. You know, I have a friend in college. She used to um, drive her car. And if the car made a weird noise, she just turned the radio up. She would never go check what it was. She would just turn the radio so loud that she couldn't hear the noise. And eventually her car broke down. She just kept cranking the radio up more and more. And eventually the car broke down. Um, Of course, social justice issues are much bigger than that because it takes a lot to affect social change. And one person um, can have an impact. And um, but also often it takes several people. And even when that one person is doing it is usually because they're influencing other people. Um, um, But there also are cases like, you know, um, Supreme Court cases and and things like that that have influenced other people. So I, I know that my white friends who um i felt were um not um paying attention to social issues the way i i i feel like i have to as a person of color i just told them straight up i was like well this is how i feel especially especially in 2020 i was really making a lot of phone calls and telling a lot of people about this stuff um and i mean but i think it is a personal thing like like a while back people were really mad at beyonce because she she didn't because she wasn't making her um, music super, super political. She was, you know, this is before formation and, and before uh, Beyonce, Beyonce. It was like, you know, I am Sasha Fierce and stuff. And they were like, why, why don't you just make your stuff political? Um, which I do think is something that happens a lot more to black people than white people. I mean, no one's yelling at Dolly Parton to make her stuff political. No one's yelling at Adele to make her stuff. I can't say no one. That's not true. I'm sure someone is yelling at Adele to make her stuff political. And maybe I just noticed more when it was Beyonce because she's black and I'm black and I was hearing people in black spaces talking about it. Um, But, you know, Beyonce came around in her time and did what felt comfortable to her. Same with Dolly Parton, you know, when she felt like she needed to politicize, she did. And when she feels like she doesn't want to politicize, she doesn't. And I think you have to do what what feels comfortable to you and makes sense to you. But just bear in mind that ignoring problems does not mean they will go away. Work. Uh, because it's not really it's not really ignorant bliss if you literally know what's happening. Let's say ignorance is bliss, but you knowing you're ignorant is not ignorant. Yeah. Because now you know. You know. Um, yeah, I agree. I mean, I I mean Sure, is the way for you to ignore worldly issues. I'm sure you can, but as, like you said, your experience is as a is is that of a black woman, so it'll be pretty hard for you to do, and probably cause you start causing you internal struggle and turmoil, and probably it'll really probably start to fuck you up. You just start ignoring this stuff and acting like it's not happening. Um, uh, so yeah, I don't think that's the answer. I think the answer is t- t- telling them, telling them, just being like. Also, how close are you, your friend? Like, is this like a bestie? Or is this like a coworker? I guess you would have said coworker if they were, if they weren't like a friend. If this person is someone that you are calling a friend and something that's really bothering, you, I would be like, yo, yeah, have you seen this thing, this Supreme Court case, or have you seen this this or send them articles about stuff and uh, via phone to 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 help educate them? Because if someone is living in their privilege that way and acting like it doesn't exist, they are he has the comfort of being in this bubble and not paying attention to it, and probably chances are. He may not know that he because he just does not have to see it. He does not have to see images of of, of George Floyd. He does not have to uh, know about Breonna. He doesn't have to know. So chances are he may he he may just be in this bubble that he just he doesn't know. So I think just send him text him articles from from New York Times. Sending him send him a TikTok of of someone explaining privilege. Well, maybe that might be aggressive for a first one, but send him like TikToks of people talking about issues that he may not know about, and maybe you'll open him up, and he may become the, uh, a, a great ally. Who knows? But he probably is just living in his ignorance of not having to know. Yeah, like actual real ignorance, yeah. and not you know feigned ignorance. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. 
If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com/audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com/audio. That's carshield.com/audio. Dear Bob Monday, I'm a 30-year-old gay man, and I found out that one of my uh, other friends has been cheated on by his boyfriend consistently for the past few months. I don't have solid proof or receipts, but multiple people have told me. Do I tell my friends? Sincerely, boom, boom, rumor has it. Oh, girl. Go ahead. You're up, Mo. No, you... No, I read it. I read it. Then you answer. That's how we do it. The person reads, the other person goes first. All right. That's how we've all normally done it. Okay. Um, my thirty-year-old gay man found that she didn't have consistently. Did you not listen when I read it? Yeah, I wanna. Well, every time when you read one, as you're answering, I read it again to make sure we're gonna. Because sometimes we like we go back and reread. I don't have solid proof for the season. Multiple people have told me this sounds like a. I mean, hearsay, bitch. Okay, scenario. Let's say. Bob was in a monogamous relationship and Bob and Jacob have been dating and I had heard that Jacob had been cheating but I didn't have solid proof I would still tell Bob I was like just so you know this is what word on the street is I don't know if it's true or not I don't have any proof but this is what I heard about Jacob and then let the things fall and let things happen after that because then they will have a conversation with their business but if I heard that it's a thing that's because I didn't see it with my own two eyes or I don't know factually I would still want Bob to have the information so I would tell him that's what I would do now it, but again, Bob is, my, Bob is my best friend, right? So that's something. If it was someone, I don't know if it was, and it was any like friend. Yeah, I think I would do the same thing for a friend. But obviously, it's heightened because it's Bob and we're best friends, and I, I'm looking at this best interest a lot. But I so would do that. For what anyone. What is the qualification of friend? I'm wondering now. Like, like if you saw Michelle Visage's husband at, at the no, club, no, I would not. I would probably cheeks. not tell Michelle Visage. That is not. That, I'm like the girl. That is not my business. But Michelle and I are friends. Michelle and I what text. About if you saw, what if you saw? What if you saw? What if you saw Patty's? Um, Patty's partner. I would absolutely tell bitch. I would absolutely. I will call. I was like, girl, absolutely. But like, yeah, that, that was a great. Michelle and I are friends. I text Michelle. I I, I talk to Michelle maybe twice a year on the phone. I work with Michelle a lot. But I would if I saw Michelle's husband cheating on her at the gym, I would not tell Michelle. That would that that girl. I would girl. No, I would not do that. Even if you saw it with your own eyes, you wouldn't say anything. If I saw it with my Damn. own eyes, cold blooded. That's you said. You just said if I. You just said if I saw Michelle's oh. husband cheating with Mich- cheating on her at the gym. I don't know why it's at the gym. <laughs> and also, like, which recipe? Like, that's why this was. You created a really wild scenario there. So they're, they're like, they're, Michelle Visage's husband is a raw dog in some bitch by the water fountain, <laughs> and Monet sees it. So you wouldn't tell Michelle. The- Oh, if I saw my own two eyes, I would. I wouldn't call on the phone. I would text. <laughs> I would call. I couldn't call. I could text it. Like a picture? Would you? Would you? Would you, would you sneak? Would you sneak a picture? Oh, for sure. So she has if proof? I had the picture, I would absolutely. I would. Ask, I would send a picture. I'd be like, I would send a picture, and then my next text message would be girl dot dot dot. <laughs> <laughs> and then Michelle turns back and says, "That's that is." That is, um, that's his sister. <laughs> Why are you sending me a picture of, of your of my husband and my sister in law? Why are you sending me that picture of them fucking? Then what you gonna say? A raw dog? No, they're they're just they're just. Yeah. Okay. Never mind. <laughs> I did say raw dog. I forgot the scenario I made up. Um, I forgot the scenario. All right. What about you? Um, you know, I okay. <laughs> this is very strange because I do not like getting. I do not like to get involved in people's relationships. It just feels like it's not my. It really feels like it's not my business. <laughs> Um, and I do remember a while back and Monet can decide if we keep this in or not. I, with Monet's ex, I found out that Monet's ex had had sex with someone that Monet knows before they were together. Mm -hmm. And I, and I do remember telling when I was like, you know, this is really out of character for me, but I just want you to know that your boyfriend hooked up with this person and this person, and you know, those people. And Monet was like, Oh, I know. And I was like, all right. I just want you to know that. Um, that by the way, that is very out of character for me. I normally do not do stuff like that's that. That's because, baby, I you're right or die. Get... You love me, baby. 
I am not, again. I am not ride or die. I have <laughs> I, there are there are terms and conditions to this ride. Okay, um, <laughs> but I. I, I don't like getting involved in people's relationships. I don't want to get involved in anyone's drama because I just have this fear that like they're going to stay together and then I'm going to end up losing, become creating an enemy. Why well, could I just mind in my fucking business the whole time? You know what I mean? Especially when it comes to relationships, people are weird about their, when they're in love with someone, especially if they're in like a toxic relationship and they know it's toxic and they're like doing all they can in their mind to like defend the toxicity. I, I, I can't thrive in a situation, in a scenario like that. Um, if it is, especially if it's rumors, if it's rumors and I don't even know for sure, you just, you're just putting yourself in drama, you know, you're just putting yourself in someone else's drama. Um, it depends on how well, if it was Monet, I would be like, yeah, girl, I just want you to know that like, I heard from someone else that this might be happening. I do not know that it's fact. I don't want to insinuate that it's a fact because I don't know that, but I have heard that's, that that is happening. So now, you know, and what do you want for dinner? <laughs> okay, well, what about if it was Michelle Visage? If I if I heard the grapevine that Michelle Visage's husband was cheating, I would not say a word. <laughs> I would not utter a single. If I heard to the grapevine, I wouldn't say shit. Right. Never would I ever even mention it because me and Michelle again we talk twice a year. And then you see, and then and then y'all end up doing some gig together. You see Michelle, and she's like, "Hey, girl, look at what my husband just got me for our anniversary." I'll say congratulations. That's so amazing. <laughs> I'm so happy for you. Okay, now what if you saw Michelle? Oh my God, Michelle! Did we? If Michelle is listening to this, if we see Michelle's husband raw dogging his trainer by the water fountain and at you the take gym, a picture. Be, first of all, I'd be like, first of all, I'd be like, how did I get back to the gym? I, I have not started my New Year's resolution yet. What am I doing here? I have another couple of months before I go back to the gym. And then secondly, I would um I would not take a picture. I would I would not say or do anything. I would mind my business. I really would mind my I wouldn't say a word. I would mind my business. Bob! You see it? He is Michelle Bazaar has <laughs> Michelle has children. I'm not about to uh, drop a bomb that is going to explode all over her family. That's not my business. Oh no, she didn't. No, because because then you 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 take the picture and to her. She's like, oh yeah, girl, we have an open marriage. I'm like, oh good, just wanted you to know. I would not take the picture and send it. I would not. I would. I would go to the dressing room, change, and leave. <laughs> You wouldn't even. And you wouldn't even report. Would probably, you, you wouldn't even report those two people having sex on the gym floor by the water fountain. You would leave that alone. You know, I'm not. First of all, I'm no, no, I'm not snitching. Let's get that clear. Um, <laughs> we know what I would do. I would tell every. Oh, but I would tell everyone else. <laughs> Toxic. I would tell. Toxic I mean, I would tell every other person <laughs> I knew. And money. First of all, I would be calling you. On the way out, on the way down the stairs, I'd be like, bitch, oh. did you check your DMs, bitch? Check your DMs. You're the first person I'm and calling. Then I would, and then I would rely on everyone else and tell everyone else. Then Michelle would find out eventually. Oh, work. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right, let me read the next, next one. one. Dear Bob. Ooh. I guess I won't answer this one. Dear Bob. I'm an 18-year-old gay male who just started having sex. I feel nervous about eating ass. How do you know it's clean before you go down there? How do you do it well? What are you supposed to do? Sincerely, new to this. Uh, You know, I feel like when I was younger and I was in college and I first uh, wanted to um, dabble in analing ass, I was also like, this is wild. I'm, I'm very nervous about this. And um, there's all, the, the best thing you can do is, first of all, when you're with someone, if they're not clean or they're not good, they will usually they will stop you before you get there. Nine times out of ten, they will be like, we've all been with someone. They were like, bup, 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 bup. not not that not now. Mm-hmm. We've all been not we've all. But I know that I've been there a lot of times oh, for sure. They'll be like, hey, I actually need I actually need a little time to, to prepare before we do anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's just, you know, keep it to the front, you know. Um, otherwise, there's always, always the the touch and secret whiff. So what you do is you just place your hand on that asshole and then at some point are you like making out or something and within the next few seconds 
you just like give your give your nose a little push and then that will pretty much answer your question for you you will have all your questions answered right there but also a lot of times back when you go to touch if they're not ready they'll be like hey watch it watch it honey um typically speaking most people are are cognizant cognizant of their the, the cleanliness of their asshole what do you what do you what's your experience on that? Um yeah, I, I agree with the cleanliness and especially as myself being someone who bottoms, you know, I make sure if someone is going if if Andy or before Andy someone was going back there, I would be like, Whoa, I'd be like, Yeah, I can't today or like, you know, it's probably like a cute way to say it. Um, about doing it well, I think, I think, first of all, you have to, don't be afraid of the ass. Just know, if, if the person is letting you eat your ass, again, it's probably is clean. So just go to town, bitch. I want you, a good way is, is, is licking the whole asshole with you, like, with, like, the wide of your tongue, like, doing that a few times, and then going around clockwise, turn with the tip of your tongue, go the other way clockwise, and just start fucking their asshole with your tongue like make your tongue hard and start fucking their asshole with your tongue and make sure you're just getting it very wet and make sure you're being like bitch go in like act like you're at a pie eating contest someone has tied your hands behind your back and there is a key at the bottom of the pie and when I, and you're trying to find that key so you can unlock your handcuffs you want you to just go in and don't get wet get gross get nasty bitch well, there's way there's a what pie eating contest it has handcuffs. <laughs> you, I've seen that when you're not supposed to use your hands. So you just so you can only like use your mouth. Maybe not a handcuff, but they tie your hands behind your back, so you only use your mouth. And the, and the key, I was like, key hand, oh, what yeah. kinky ass fight contest is this? I was just repeating with, every time I repeat what you say, you always go, okay, Bob. You are, you I are so that, wild. I did not every, say, did I just say, okay, Bob? Rewind the tapes. Did I say, I did not say, okay, you, Bob? What, what, you, what you did say was you went, okay. And then I cut you off. You went, okay. Yeah, because you cut me and off. That I didn't is even a finish. Fact. Anyway, so I want you to go in and fucking eat that ass. Don't 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 try to be cute. Don't try to be cute and eat and eat ass. Okay. Fucking go in on the, I mean, I've never eat, eaten pussy before, but I still they're not the same. But I assume when you're eating pussy too, people want you to get real wet and real nasty. Don't be don't be cute eating ass, okay? Just go in. It's an ass. You know, I, I feel like you really have to listen to what your partner's up to because, uh, you know, everyone has a different feeling for what they want. Also, it really also depends on what's on your face. Like, do you or do you have stubble? If you have a lot of stubble, you need to be cognizant of that. Don't be rubbing your stubble all on someone's asshole because assholes can be very, very sensitive. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, if they have a if they have a penis, I love to hold on to that while doing what oh, I'm doing. Oh, a handle. Um, that is also... that. <laughs> Yeah, that, yeah. Just grab, grab the whole. Do you suck dick the dick down too? Like, by, <coughs> like bring it down. Are through you the legs? sneak off and? Are you sneaking hits in between questions? <laughs> hits of what? Of like are you, a pin? <laughs> what are you leaning out of frame to do? And why are you coughing? You kept doing this. <laughs> You're like, what were you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> I'm checking my phone. And you don't have a, a little pen over there? No. Oh, how does this look to you? <laughs> <laughs> that's, what you that's what you're doing. Bitch, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> go to the next question. Hey, Bob and Monet. I've lived in Virginia my whole life, and I'm ready to get out and experience a new place to live. I'm no stranger to traveling. However, I'm a bit stressed about going someplace completely new and basically starting over with friends and a social life. Do you two have any tips to creating a new social circle? Also, what places would you recommend for a queer black man like myself to potentially thrive in? Sincerely, fish out of water. Work. Work. Go ahead. And I... And you're and you're you're looking. So it doesn't say. So so you're asking what town you should maybe move to. Mm -hmm. Well, it also depends on what you do for a living. Um, it also probably depends on your politics, um, and the kind of social those kind of social circles you want to run in. If you want to go to a big town, are you looking for something big but still with a southern vibe? Maybe you want to go to Atlanta. If you're black and you're queer and you want to thrive, I think Atlanta could be a really wonderful town for you to visit. Atlanta is. Atlanta's great. Um, I love. I mean, I'm not moving back, but Atlanta. But <laughs> Atlanta's you, great. great. I mean, it's I really love there. But for you, you love it. It's good for you. I mean, are, I mean, I'm sure you think New York's great, but you're not moving back anytime soon. You know what I mean? I think New York's great too. I mean, actually, if I could, if I could afford to, I would be bi-coastal. 
um, right now. Anyway. Yeah, nigga, um, you broke. You can't afford no bacos or shit. You are on one today. Um, I think that there's always stuff you can do. You know, there's so many great social things that you can do as a queer person. But I think that a lot of the queer community is really centered around social events because of our lack of being able to socialize with people like us ourselves. When we were younger, there's queer softball teams. There, there's queer dodgeball teams. Oh my teams, god, the queer, queer teams dance. are so fun. There's uh, queer dance teams. Um, all I mean, also, and not to mention, like honestly, you'll realize that a lot of the gay bars themselves just have communities built into them already. Like they, there are people who come by a lot. You know that you you end up supporting the same drag queen, the same DJ, the same bartenders, even. Um, and then you start to build a community around that. But there's always great social events. Uh, I don't know if you if you consider yourself physically active, but queer sports are really exciting. There's also queer um, things like, uh, you know, choruses and choirs, um, the queer people's chorus. Most towns have a queer people's chorus, um, which is always an exciting social event as well. Yeah. And you can also volunteer. Volunteering is great too. Um, yeah, I think for me, one answer would be Maybe it's, maybe it's because I am from nightlife and nightlife was so good to me and I, nightlife is how I found my tribe and my community and people who I can love and trust and all that stuff. So, I mean, I do cling to going to like a bar setting and finding people there. Um, uh, maybe at work. Oh, a lot of places now because of, you know, <clears throat> 2020 and we're in, we're in, we're in a new age. People are trying to learn and, and, and really, uh, um, facilitate diversity companies. Companies normally, if you, I don't know what company you work with, but companies normally have, um, uh, activities for, for for queer folk or um for a certain for for minorities as well, especially during Black History Month and stuff like that. So maybe try to do stuff with work friends. But if you want to keep work separate, I'd, I'm a big advocate for going to a bar and and just linking with people that way, for sure. When we were in Chicago, this um uh, one of the patrons of the bar uh stood up and was like, "Bob, I have a question for you specifically. Like, I don't know if I have a problem with, with <laughs> like." This person, they were like, I don't know how to tell if I have a problem with, with drinking. And and I jokingly said, wait, wait did you lose Mona? Yeah. Um, I'm here. I'm here. I don't and, know why I did and that. I joking, I'm here. I jokingly said, yeah. well, first of all, put the drink down. Because she was holding a cocktail in her hand. <laughs> Do you remember this one? I and she was like, I don't know if you, and I was like, I jokingly said, well, first of all, put the drink down. But then Monet was like, Bob, don't. And I was like, I mean, and then, and then I just, I genuinely said, I will just say this. Most people who, who ask about if they have a problem with drinking, usually have a problem with drinking. So I, I did say that, give that earnest advice. Um, but that was, that was a wild, that was wild in a crowded that club. That was gag. Cause again, we're watching Drag Race. We're at a club where people are cracking jokes. People are here, and she, and and most of the questions are, are most ninety percent of the questions are like lighthearted and like whatever. And then she's like, "Bob, this is for you." Um, I don't know if I have a problem, but drinking. also holding a cocktail. <laughs> that oh, that's the thing: holding a cocktail, taking and sips, like, and slurring her sentence like a little bit. I was like, "Girl, what's the tea, Mary?" Anyway, <laughs> that was funny. Um, let's go on to. We have time for one more. We have the last one. Um, beep bop boop boo. I'm loving it. Is this no, me? Uh, I can't remember who read the last one. E. So I'll just go if you're cool with that. Jacob, who did it? Who read it? I don't remember. It's fine. I'll just uh, read it unless you really want to. Do you want to read it? Okay, yeah, here yeah. we go. Hey, Bob Monet. Just I mean, wondering because you could just keep on saying that you're just gonna do it. You didn't even really consider if I wanted. It, but it's hey, fine. Bob Monet. I, I'm just wondering if you have any advice on how to come off more fluid. Even before kids, even before kids, I was always assumed straight. Like before I was a kid, I was always assumed before I was a, before you, even before you were a kid. Even when I was a kid. Even before I was a kid. <laughs> oh, I was like, how? What was before? What was before? Like a baby? <laughs> People. <was, laughs> <laughs> you're a straight baby even 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 before as a kid i always i was always assumed straight <laughs> i modeled so i come off as girly as a girly girl but i'm a tomboy at heart i have plenty of friends throughout the community but i appear on the straight dar even if i try and flirt it's taken am i having a stroke even if i try and flirt 
even if I try and flirt, it's taken more as a joke. Sincerely, straight passing. Got it. So you want to um, ref- you want your gender identity to reflect oh. your. Um, oh, no, yeah, I, I go just first. Trying to clarify that this person wants their their gender identity oh. to reflect the, their gender um, presentation. presentation to reflect their gender identity. Which 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 um girl. Well, because it sounds like they're giving off both vibes, right? So, because they're saying they come off, they come off girly, girly. Oh, but they're a tomboy at heart. Got it. Um, I mean, I don't want to say like. I mean, a lot of people, a lot of people, clothes can be a very big indicator of how you choose to identify. Um, so I feel like maybe changing up your wardrobe, like like what you're wearing, like people who you may see are presenting the way that you want to be perceived i think then that's a good way of modeling your wardrobe after clothes like what like 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 what they're wearing another way is to just correct people like once you i guess no because they are referring to you correctly they're just not you just don't everyone, think everyone you, thinks, well, you, you everyone thinks she's straight the, which seems to be bothering her yeah 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 so i think that you should wear wear faggy clothes and wear clothes like what people who look like what you want to be identified as are wearing also bear in mind too your gender expression your gender identity don't always line up um that is that is actually pretty common for a lot of people for their gender identity their gender expression to not necessarily be on the same wavelength you don't have to present your uh, queerness in a way that seems um that seems digestible for people to accept you for the way you are just so you know this goes to people who are cis queer gender fluid no matter what their um gender identity is you have to you have to really just kind of dress what feels comfortable for you but i will say there is an ease to dressing in a way that is easily identifiable there is an ease in dressing in a certain way and then people being like oh i see this and i recognize this as a person who is blank 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 um but if you if you maybe experiment with that and if it feels comfortable i would say keep keep doing it you know what i mean because that is that is a thing um, I was having a hard time today just understanding some of these questions. Was it just me, Monet, or, was it, or were you with me on that? I mean, I felt fine. I, I was having there was something. I was. I was like, "What is this saying?" Maybe I am like tired or something. Because I was like, "This this wording is wild to me." Maybe it was just the one. To be honest. Well, I mean, I have noticed with like sober people when they like read like like a question for. What? You're obsessed. I, it's just that I'm You're obsessed. You're obsessed. <laughs> You're obsessed. What is your obsession with sober people? You're obsessed. What is your. Bitch, do you want to be sober? Bitch, do you want to be sober? No. <laughs> Why are you so obsessed with us? No. Why are you so obsessed with us? Um, all right. I think we did it. Yeah. Oh my God. Bye, I have nigga. To go.